Welcome to another episode of Baggers Chat. My name is Mitch Pattinson, and as always, I'm joined by Ethan Duffy. And of course, we are reviewing the Carlton v Western Bulldogs game that just occurred um, on a Saturday night. Um, Carlton, of course, eight goals, 11.59 to Western Bulldogs, 11 goals, 13.79. 20-point um, loss. Uh, we hit the front in the last quarter for the first time of the game. Uh, we led for about five minutes uh, I think for that last quarter, and then we just went to absolutely shit. We didn't know how to handle the game. But first things first, Duffy boy. More importantly, how are you? How was your birthday week? And um, hopefully, Carl didn't spoil your week too much. Oh, mate, they uh, they've been spoiling weekends for me for my whole life. Um, but yeah, no, it's been a good week. But that just makes it worse. Um, I'm not really sure where we are as a club right now. We're in the the dark. Depths of fucking, I don't know where. where. Where are we? What are we? Mid Middle of the table again. Yeah. Middle of the table again. We're not making finals. Yeah. Put a line through it. The way we're playing, sorry. We'll, we'll somehow be in the eight by the end of the round and everyone will go, oh, we'll be right. We've got a chance. Yeah. We're calling this way. We're Collingwood, Collingwood, Sydney away. They've been shit, but we'll make them look good, right? We'll make them look good. No one. And then we've got, they'll pull our pants down. They'll yeah. fucking pull our pants down. And then Essen in the week after. So, um, but based on tonight's game, that first half, wow, the first half, ten points. I was laughing at Hawthorne about having nine points into the Melbourne game at halftime. <laughs> and look, when was the last time that happened? Like, oh, I don't even know. One goal. Yeah, yeah. One goal. Like that's just. It's actually incredibly hard to do because yeah. we had the ball. Yeah. Like that's. I thought today from our back from our back fifty, we were actually moving the ball a little bit better in terms of we're going inside, we're taking risks. We weren't going we the switches back and forth weren't happening tonight, which I was actually happy with. Yeah. Um knew he was trying to get in the middle and it broke the game open a little bit. It was just more that final kick inside fifty. Charlie's on the lead, just hit the bloke. Yeah. Hit the bloke. Yeah. Um skill error, what's going on, man? Like it's an AFL team, man. We can't make finals if we keep doing that. That's yeah. our game plan. I was talking about it on the way home to my parents. Well, what's the game plan? What is do it, Bossy? Do we? Do, I don't think we have one again. I, I, I literally was looking halfway through that third quarter. I couldn't see a game. Western Bulldogs side of things, there, yeah. there was a system. Our yep. side of things, it looked like we were just hacking it forward and hoping for the best. Did hoping you see the same thing? Yep. Yep. And, and the it's like, you can't play consistent footy without a system, yeah. a game plan. You know, good sides, you know, when they're struggling a little bit down, they stick to the system. Yeah. And and they know if they lose the game, they know what they need to fix. Yeah. We have so many different holes in our game that it's just, oh, it's unbelievable. Look, they were no good tonight. So how many weeks has this happened? Mm. We make the opposition win. We are so easy to beat. We're so easy to beat. It's unbelievable. You know, like, you know, it feels like such a, well, we have to climb up Mount Everest to get a win every week from now on. These teams just rock up, have a few kicks, warm up. Oh, imagine rolling up playing against us. Yeah. Easy beat. Predictable. Can't hit a target. Like, they got Alex Keith and Liam Jones back there. 
Alex Keats running off half back, Bato. Yeah, I know. Oh, man, the guy can't even. Oh, he runs. Oh, uh, oh yeah, man. I, uh, initial thoughts in the bin. Yeah, because, I mean, I reckon the amount of times that we were seeing out of there, so when we were kicking, when they were kicking out of their, um, out of our forward line, of course, out of their back line, the amount of times that they used the wings and got it straight away within two kicks to the, um, to the, to the, to the center of the ground for, for a boundary throwing, yeah. it kind of seemed like we wanted that to happen so we could get the contested ball yeah. back. But it just, I could see the different setups between our, forward line to their forward line and different setups. And they were, when it was in our forward line and they were kicking out, it would be the exact opposite of when, um, when like the exact opposite when they were in their forward line and we were kicking out, it would be the exact opposite because they would be manning up and they would be trying to cut off the um, angles so they can't get an easy kick out. So of course, 20 point loss. Um, Once again, it's another 20 plus point loss. I mean, of course it was 20 points. 21 minute mark, um, AJ, um, AJ, which is of course Jones, keep the goal. 23 minute mark, Bailey Smith, keep the goal. 25 minute mark, Ugle Hayden, keep the goal, which put the line through the game. 31 minute mark, of course, we gave Scott another goal, which of course um, he kicked three goals to finish the game. Um, in that final 10 minutes, Daff, what happened? Oh, it, you look at that and you go, fuck. Honestly, it was probably. It's, well, I was checking the time when we hit the front. I was probably six minutes 30. So from six minutes 30 when Charlie kicked that goal, of obviously that's 10 minutes of, uh, you know, stoppage time and all that stuff. But fuck, like it was the mids again, heads down straight away. Once probably Bailey Smith's goal went through, I thought, yeah, I think we're in, we're in some trouble because we we can't find enough ways to score. And that's the issue. You can't win games. You can't be playing from behind. If you know, I, I thought I thought we were really good in that last term in terms of um, actually having a crack, um, and especially at the back end of the third quarter. But the frustrating thing is you you got to do that for four quarters at this level of footy if you want to be a good footy team. And um, I was I was saying to someone else, another Carlton sport, I was just messaging, and it's a typical Carlton game. We've seen it for years, Pato. You know, guys our age have seen it. You know, they suck us in. We stay the whole game because they don't get smashed. You know, you know, you don't, you can't leave early because you know you go, oh, you know, fuck, we're a chance here, and then you get yeah. in the front and you fucking come on, you get up and about out of out of your seat, which I definitely was when you know we're hitting the front, and then yeah, you still lose by twenty. Well, you right. still lose twenty. Yeah, it's unbelievable. This club keeps doing this it every is- year. Yeah. It is absolutely unbelievable that I actually saw when Scott kicked that goal, 31-minute mark. I turned to my mate, Jacob, who I always go to the footy with. Yep. 20 points again. It was ju- We were just in front. We were just in front. I know. And within a blink of an eye, 20 points. Yep. And it's just, the once again, you turn to the game management, but you also turn to that first half. What yes. on earth was that? How how I'm um, I want to try and keep a lid on it because I don't want to absolutely go blowing overboard. I mean, it most likely will go down that um that, <laughs> uh, that way. But that first half, how from la- the amount of speculation this club went through the through the week with just every media um person having a crack at this club, saying this club isn't good enough, this club's mediocre, and I was starting to agree. I'm like, God, this club is starting to look very 
mediocre, very overrated, um, just an average football club. Yeah. That first bounce, like it literally, I think Aaron Norton was the first person to mark that um, inside. And I'm just like, oh my God. Like, yeah. Yeah. I reckon straight as soon as that happened, when he marked that inside 50, it was probably like five minutes into the game. He marked it. I'm like, what? Like, I yeah. thought it'd be a little bit more intensity. I thought, oh, like, yeah. Carlton supporters in general were pretty up and about, and they always ask, bring the energy. We we thrive under, uh, under that energy, and we always lift our level. Did they lift their level? No, at all. I'm sorry, but if they're... <laughs> and we'll also touch on also about Luke Sayers, the first time that he's come out um, to, of course, uh, <laughs> speak about the yeah. club since probably round 10, round 11 last year. So um, is. He's coming out of hiding, of course, Daffy Boy. But um, I think we'll transition now into, of course, just the initial thoughts. We've kind of touched on a few things. But, uh, of course, we give them another chance to just re- to see if they can really restart their game plan or whatever it is to charge towards the finals. But once again, is the same shit. And yep. before we touch on a little bit more with stats and stuff, injuries, of course, Ollie Hollands um, was subbed off. Um it it said sub injured, but I don't think it was anything like like too serious. I know that he just came off. Um, he came off at the end of the third quarter, um, three quarter time, and it didn't really look like he was injured. It was more the players kind of getting around him because, I mean, yeah. he was subbed off for the first time. He didn't want to put his head down because he was he was having a genuine crack tonight. Um, yeah, so what did you think of um Holland's game? And of course, with the sub Ed Kerno, with summing him in at that time, and of course. The sub is meant to have that extra pace and that extra skill for that final quarter. What did you think of that? I thought, yeah, I thought I completely agree with Ollie. Um, I think in our preview we were saying a rest, but fuck, he's, if he's playing that, he doesn't deserve a rest. He yeah. does not deserve a rest. Um, like you said, he had a crack. He hit targets. He tried different things. He had a lot of one-on-one contests where he did win, yeah. uh, especially on the wing. Some big contests late in that third quarter, which was big. His running capacity is just fantastic. And, um, it's pretty fucking sad when a guy 19 years old has more fucking kahunas than uh, 80% of these blokes. But, um, yeah, with the sub, it's tough, I think. Um, you know, you, you play Ed plays that weird role where it's more half four and you put him mid. There's no consistent position, you know what I mean? Like, he's kind of filling a couple of holes. And um, I guess I guess we played pretty decent for the, the last quarter, which he did play in, um, but his impact wasn't uh, massive. But... Our depth isn't good enough to have a good sub. It's it's pretty fucking sad, really. Like, you know, people go, oh, the twos, we've got some good plays in there. And I think it's time for a Paddy Dow or I don't know. I don't maybe not. He's probably not good enough either. But um yeah, it's just it's sad. And you know, you look at that restart their charge towards the finals. It's not happening. It's it's not happening. I don't know, there's 15 more games and I'm already starting to give up. Mm. And I'm not that type of bloke in terms no. of Carlton. I've watched a lot of football and I'm always kind of the uh, more optimist rather than the pessimist, um, yeah. which I know a lot of people are pessimists, which fair enough. Yeah. They've shown nothing over 10 years, 20 years. So, um, yeah, it's uh, dark times currently, dark times. Mm. And you touched on there, I guess, about the, um, I guess, how we show our support, our positive. I mean, I know that we're both very positive towards the club. We always give them a chance. Yep. How many chances can this club get, Daff? Because no. next, I, I was thinking tonight, if we lose this game, how, and I think we mentioned it 
uh, at the start of the episode, if not before we actually um, press record, but it's how do we get ourselves up for next week? Because uh, if we came off a win today, if we came off yep. a win against the Dogs, go through the game vision throughout the week, get that yep. energy up and going for yep. Sunday 3.20 against the Pies. Who knows? Like, like they still might have the energy because, of course, it is the arch rivals. So I think there always is that little bit of energy around the club. But I was just sitting there and as a, as a supporter, I'm like, how am I going to show up next week? I mean, I know that we will, but how am I going to actually turn myself to knowing that Collingwood's top of the ladder, they're, they're most likely um, on their way to winning another flag, the way that they're going. How are we going to try and turn up? So... I guess you touched on there about about Paddy Dow. Is there maybe a chance for him to maybe come in as a sub or do you more seeing him come in as a genuine um, player in the best 22? Oh, it's tough, man. Like, you look at the midfield and you go, there's no way he gets in. But I thought, you know, um, you know, a guy who's obviously in the kind of Dow role in terms of Kennedy, I thought he was good tonight. Yeah. Finally fucking showed. He has fucking kahunas. Yeah. He goes hard for one. There's a few times where he's a bit... Drop, dropsy with his fucking balls. There was a few times, all everyone was a bit, you know, there was a few moments there where you just take the fucking ball. Yeah. Take the fucking ball. But um, with Dow, you got to look, you got to start looking at the twos, uh, whether it's a fucking Lockie Fogarty, Jack Carroll. Yeah. Um, I don't know. But with that team we have, I thought Cotters was okay tonight. He just does his thing, which he's fucking role, mate. He does yeah. his role, plays his role for Christ's yeah. sake. Um, I did like him, and obviously always came in, which was a massive in for us. If we didn't have him tonight, oh, Jesus, oof. Um, he's had a, he's having a fantastic year, and credit to him because he copped a lot of shit from fans, unwarrant like he just didn't warrant any shit. Like the side of everyone's like, why is he in the best? Da, da, da. That's why he's in the best. He's our best small forward. Yep, kicks goals. Mm. Thirds of most don't kick goals. Mm. And I think it's almost time to um, even bring in a Fogarty. Fogarty or something for Dirds or Mots, bit mm. a bit more experience, something, you know what I mean, against a Collingwood, be a bit more unpredictable, you know what I mean, in terms of um, selection. But yeah, I don't know what else to say, Pato. But with Dow, you probably, if you get a play him, you get a play him, aren't you? I, th- yeah. I think he's that type of player. Yeah. And with with Paddy Dow, I think he's the type of guy that I reckon we, we kind of need to try and play him over the next few weeks because he might, he might actually leave the club at the end of the year and find another club. So it's whether we see it as we need to get him to try and have a few games to see if he's willing to stay or if we actually see him in our future moving forward, which now I'm starting to rethink where, what is the future for the, for this club? Cause we mentioned the past few episodes after our big losses against St Kilda and of course, um, and of course, Brisbane, um, where do we see? Oh wait, no, because I think you were doing the review for 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 the yeah. yeah, of course. But um, but I think we were just kind of speaking about um in the Brisbane game, like we are in year eight of this rebuild, and we're now looking towards like Harry Mackay, Charlie Kerno, Patrick Cripps, Jacob Weedering, all these got Sam Walsh, Walsh is twenty two, all these guys that are now should be in the peak of their powers to perform week in, week out. And now that we are seeing, once again, a 59 score that we performed on Marvel, and we also scored zero, three points for the first quarter, 10 points for the um for the first half. And 
you see supporters, the moaning and just the, <laughs> oh, my God, is it happening again? <laughs> it is it happening, it's happening again. <laughs> and this ball use, and we have to touch on it, the first half, oh. mistakes, brain fades, unforced errors. That that That's the probably the two words that we only see in tennis. But somehow yeah. Carlton are actually, say, uh, are actually <laughs> making some unforced errors that we boy. But ball use, absolutely shocking. And Daph, do you, what is the reason for that? Do they do enough skill use? At, like, do they do enough skill work through the week of training? Oh, they have to. Uh, you're playing AFL footy. Um, I, I think they're just overthinking all the time. Yeah. They take that extra second. How many times, I don't know if you noticed this, but last few weeks, we, we put ourselves under pressure and then we force ourselves to kick on our non-preferred foot. Oh. You know what I mean? Yeah, You yeah, get yeah. me? Like the ones where Doc did it in the first quarter and yeah. he run, remember he got the handball off pit and he goes on his left foot. Yeah. What are you running on your left foot for? Mm. And then, like, so I don't know who else it was. Might have been Lewis Young with one of his, another terrible, he was okay tonight, but um, like just these brain fades, like as it says on the points and unforced errors all the time. All the time, you're not winning games with unforced errors unless that's your style of play. Chaos mm. ball, you know, yeah. I mean, like Richmond. I went to the Richmond Geelong game last night. I'll tell you right now, our efficiency would have been better. Mm. I know that sounds fucking weird because yeah. our efficiency is at an all time fucking low. But Richmond, they drive the ball, they hunt the footy, they hunt the footy. That's the way they win. That's their system. Yeah, that their system hasn't been holding up the last few weeks because they've been struggling. Mm. But their system is all systems go, isn't it? The pressure. That's how they win. Yeah. yeah, last night that was a Richmond game. Yeah, Richmond game. What's our game? What is our game? Last year was brutal, hard of the footy, scoring in waves, kicking eight goals in a quarter. You know, that quick, quick, quick goals. Now, like, the games we've won this year, do you know, it's not even a style of game like the Giants game, awful. Yeah. That wasn't a Carlton game. Mm-hmm. Even North for the first half, shocking in the Good Friday yeah. game. Yeah, second half we lifted, but. We can't even put four quarters against North. Waverley would beat fucking North. Like, like, I'm trying to make light out of a terrible situation because we were talking about this two years ago on Baggers Chat, 2021, talking about coaches, talking about, like, it's happened again, again. Yeah. The moments, like you said, it's embarrassing. We are oh. laughing again. Yeah. We, we're a joke. We're, like, you got to say, when we're down, the AFL loves it. They yeah. love it. Every team loves it. Because when we were up last year, you knew that little bit of jealousy. When we got a little pep in our step, they don't like it. And I'll tell mm. you right now, you know, what mum said went back in 95, winning flags, they hated us. They yeah. hated us because we were good. Yeah. And look at us now. We are a joke. I'm yeah. looking through my Instagram, you know, looking through. Next minute, Harry Mackay's snap missing by 40 metres. And then there's another meme and there's another meme and there's more memes, memes, memes. When is it going to stop? Mm. Turn up to the footy and be proud yeah. that I'm a Carlton person. Yeah. And why we do it every week, Pat? Mm. And like, yeah. we, we, we block out stuff in our weekend sometimes to watch this team. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's sad, really. Yeah, like, I could be going down the Yarra, enjoying a night out with the boys, but I go and watch these fucking dickheads. Mm. Like, it's there's nothing else really to say. Like, yeah, coaches, yeah. Um, yeah, spot on. What what could be? We keep playing like that. 
he's gone. Yeah. He's gone. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to say it. I'm not that type of person. You, I know you aren't either. We back the coach. Yeah, of but... course. Yeah. And I said in round four, fix these things. We mm. haven't fixed them. It's yeah. Round nine. Yeah. Ten. Yeah. It should be yeah. You know, there's, you know, you have a shit period. You fix those things over. It takes time sometimes. Yeah. We haven't even fixed any of it. It's gotten worse. Yeah. It's gotten worse, and it's. I'll hand it off to you because I'm just fucking done, mate. I'm just done. <laughs> I think, especially with Carlton, I think we were definitely found out um, yep. after round, um, round round 11 last year. So we were yep. found out and we probably kept the same sort of system week by week till the end of the year, which is okay. That's okay. Because yep. we, yep. we were still competing against the good sides. We were still yep. testing Melbourne to a four-point loss. We were still testing Collingwood to a one-point loss. We were, of course... The pre like who of course made the prelim and was one point off the grand final. This year it seems a little bit more defensive, which yep. we were like, okay, well that's exciting because we know yeah, that we're yeah. still we're still going to be pretty yeah. fucking attacking. So that's when I was pretty excited. So I'm like, well, yeah. especially in the practice game as well when we played against Collingwood, I'm like, this is yeah, yeah. this is really yeah. so. I was actually optimistic because I mean I know that we weren't playing the best football, but yeah. No team ever plays great in practice games, so you kind of get used to it. Yeah. We are so round ten next week, and we still look like we are learning a brand new system, and we still look like that there's been ten or fifteen players added to this club, and the yeah. chemistry isn't there. We, we've we've added Acres, Hollands, yep. Cowan, Bins, Lemmy, uh, maybe yep. O'Keefe as well. They were probably the six that come to my mind. Two of those players are playing every week. Cowan's played as well. That's three players. All clubs do this. Every single yep. year, they bring in three oh. different players. Every yep. single year, if not more. You did the right thing. Yeah. Yeah. And and 100% we did the right thing. And it's more with now, I just don't understand what it is because I look out there on the ground and the talent out there on this ground is endless. <laughs> It is endless. You have a common medalist, Harry Mackay, which is another conversation as to how. There's another common medalist, of course, Charlie Kerno. You've got a Brownlow medalist as our captain, Patrick Cripps. You've got an absolute superstar, young superstar, Sam Walsh, who looked a little bit more to himself. Um, I think he was probably third or fourth um, in the... Um, in the game of meters gain. I know that he got at least 400 meters gain, which is great um, gain, which is great to see because that's probably been his big thing the past few weeks that he were, he, he wasn't using those meters gain and that was just shit meters gain, but he looked right back to his Walsh himself. So 29 touches, um, of course, one goal, but the talent is absolutely endless out there. Daff, why aren't we better? I, I'll bring it back to Adelaide last year. Okay, Adelaide game. I went over to Adelaide. I think it was third quarter. Might have been down 15 points. And I knew it was done. I knew it was yeah. done. You can tell well, that's how we play. We just heads down, done. I was looking at, I was talking to my mum. She's a big blue bagger. Comes with me every week, you know. She was going, look at the forward line. <laughs> yeah. Harry Mackay, Charlie Kerno, and, and TDK was there at the time. He was, yeah. you know, pretty good player. Pretty decent player. What are we doing? Yeah. Clubs would die for Charlie Kerno. Yeah. Like, imagine him in a, a team like Melbourne or Geelong. Oh, oh my God. Yeah. Oh, my God. He'd he, he kick 100. 
Yeah. Like, like dogs. Well, I know the dogs have got some forwards, but like, you know, Charlie Kerno is one of a kind. Yeah. Every, every club, every yeah. single club out there wants Charlie Kerno. But the other yeah. question also is on to Harry Mackay. What, what has happened? So what would you put that down to? Cause I see it more as mentality, but was his common metal season kind of a, a kind of a fluke? Cause where like even last year he was, I mean last year he was still solid, but we we kind of were like, we were so happy because we were like, oh he's yeah. just Coleman, that's okay. Charlie Kerno's playing even better now that Kerno's still is still he's still getting better. Kerno uh-huh. now Mackay's dropped a absolute shit ton. What's that down to, Daff? I think personally with Harry, I think he does all the other things right. Yeah, I think you know on the ground, I think he's great. Um, you know, taking marks. It's just that mentality in front of goals, man. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know if you heard it tonight, but every like you know when he took the shot, I'm not sure when he took the shot, but everyone he marks the ball and everyone's moaning. Yeah, T Ford's marking the ball inside of fifty. Mm. That is unbelievable. Like we're here going hit a target, hit a target. And I heard a guy behind me going, "Don't kick it to Harry." That that show that shows you. Yeah, that is the answer. I don't think he's good enough currently. Mm. Uh, in front of goal, like I said with Cripper, moments come with Harry. Has he has he ever has he ever like delivered? No, at a big moment, no. like a big moment. I'm telling you, moments in a football game are massive. Whether it's the first. 10 minutes of the first quarter or the last two minutes of the last quarter. Yeah. Keep the goal. Momentum. Momentum's huge for this side yeah. in, t- in, w- in the way we win in every side, isn't it? Like we the momentum we had today. And then all of a sudden we, you know, you turn over a kick that you just don't need to be turning over. And then it goes mm. out there and goal. Yeah. You know what I mean? People go, oh, they, they won't think about that moment in the third quarter with 15 minutes to go on the third. Yeah. They'll, they'll think about one last moment in the last quarter. Yeah. Too late. Mm. In the last quarter, too late. First half, like you said, ten points. It was about four hundred moments mm. in the first half where we could have hit goals and we didn't. Motlop shank, Crip shank, yeah. Mackay shank, and Walsh shank yeah. in about five minutes. Yeah, what's going? On? Yeah, Walsh's miss was bad. Walsh's miss was shocking because even shocking. even his set shot was pretty bad. But even his um the shot when he had it in the pocket. And he hit the uh, the point post. I'm like, what is happening here? And uh, the if and Luke Power at halftime, of course, spoke about where he's chat. Um, we won't we won't really speak about what he said about Jesse Mollop because we. I, I'm sorry, but I don't give a shit about Jesse Mollop and signing him on. I don't give a shit. Tell yeah. me about the game. So he he touched on about the efficiency inside 50 and, of course, converting. Yeah, well, mate, we know this. Why is this happening? Why is that happening and why didn't it improve? The efficiency inside 50 was probably the worst I've ever seen it. And that and that is... But generally, when I think about it, I'm like, I, I don't... And I, I was probably the... I don't think I've ever been more ang- angry than what I was tonight because I was looking around at the ground and I'm like, Western Bulldogs are playing probably even worse than us for their standard. <laughs> no, like genuinely, they they were so shit. They were... On, on uh, no impact. 
Bont, no impact. Yeah, no impact. Game, and we still yeah. lose by 20. Yeah. Caleb Daniel was running rings yeah. around it in the last corner. Yeah. I know he's a good footballer, but I don't care. Yeah. He was. Yeah. Pick him up. Yeah. He's got to be a custom Get on the phone to fucking George Hewitt and go fucking pick him up. Mm. Yeah. We're all front runners. We're all going forward with the ball. Forward, forward. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So a question with that about with Daniel, because I know that he was probably one of the most impactful yeah. players from um, a Western Bulldogs point of view. And I was saying, when is someone going to pick up Caleb Daniel? Does that mean that maybe Ed Kerno comes in? Also, I've got this thing right here. That's that. I don't know why I found it here. I'm so <laughs> out of it. I've got this thing on my finger. I don't know why I just put it on. Um, but do you think that's why Ed Kerno comes in to tag? Do you reckon that's why we had him as a sub? Because I know I was pretty optimistic about this because I want Ed Kerno to come in to tag. If Bonzapalli was dominating, tag. Libertore, tag. Joe Hannison was running ring. Absolute oh, and shit. He's shit. He's done. He's finished and he's doing that. Yeah. One, two handballs off kickouts. Yeah. One, two. One, two. Oh, we're just watching Jay. Kick the first goal of the game. That's embarrassing. That's no, no, no. like that was a turnover. Yeah. Again. Yeah. Again. Yeah. Um, but but yeah, like back to your point. Like, you know, there's a problem if we have to tag Taylor Daniel. Yeah. Realistically, I'm not trying to be mean to the bloke, but fuck. Like. If Bond's struggling, he was the superstar of their team, and you've got a guy who's four foot one running rings around us. Like, is it he, obviously a great player with ball hand, nothing against him, but that's a problem. It's not about tagging, it's more about just keeping aware, you know what I mean? Like, keeping touch of your man stoppages. Just every time he was always at the back, like, you'd yeah. always be that on the like defensive side of a stoppage. I kept watching it, it was hurting my head. But yeah, you see it's a local for you when you know sometimes there's a guy you know on that kind of defensive side that sweeper in terms of, of a stoppage, you just pick him up, mm. pick him up, pick him up, yeah. and make him work off him. You know what I mean? Work off him. I don't mind that. It's just that when you give him space and he, you know, he weaves around because he's a good kick, yeah. and you just can't afford to have that. And Bont not playing good, and we still lose. Like, wow. Yeah, and the amount of times that they use that sweeper. Was yep. unbelievable, and the amount of times they had two on one, and the oh, amount God. of times in that first quarter that we kicked it into either a Corey Durden oh, or a Jesse Motlock, mate, you you had you. I'm not gonna blow up. I'm not gonna blow up. But you've got Harry and Charlie down there. You've got even Matt Owies, who was playing quite well as well yeah. as a lead up forward. But you've also yeah. got Silvani down there, who I once again I reckon he was. Solid. He's been building the past few weeks. Just want him to convert more, a little bit more on the yeah. scoreboard. But um, once again, you're the just the IQ of this football club with going forward. Like it's it's. I don't mind if you're going back, 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 back. Because yeah, like you guys are professional footballers, where you are meant to hit those targets. The football IQ for these professional footballers are when you get forward. What choices do you make? The, the, we were coming in, in and they would always have, we, we would have two players from our end. And there'd be like four or five players and they would always have a sweeper. Yes. Would, like, all of a sudden there would be a free player on the wing. Then when they get it moving. Yep. Oh, I just, it, it hurts my brain. And I reckon this is when we will transition now into the coaching side of things. Does this affect Michael Voss and his job? 
Yeah, so you know, with the coaching, it's tough because you know you look at you know you look at the unforced errors, and I don't seriously don't think that's any any of that stuff's on them at all. And the work ethic and the you know brain fades and mistakes that's obviously on the players and the playing group as a whole not good enough. But with the coaches, like we kind of touched on earlier, with when when are we going to fix these things? What's going on? This fight. What do you got? You got Vossi, you got Ash Hansen, you got Clarky as the midfield coach, you got um, Aaron Hamill's defensive coach, you've got some other fucking coach, Luke Powers, some sort of fucking, I don't know what he is currently, but mm. you got all these coaches. Every week you're focusing on improvements. Even when a good, you're a good side, you're focusing on what can we improve on and evolve and change. Not change, it's just more you know, improve and grow. And they always talk about growth, Carlton, don't they? Where the fuck is the growth? Mm. There's no growth. And like I said before, if it keeps happening, Pato, it's the same cycle again. We got the wrong guys again. Mm. Yeah. Again. And once again, I think that's when the vote, uh, the noise that is outside the club, of course, the media will start to then ask, is Vossi in trouble? Of course, the supporters start to ask, is Vossi in trouble? Of yeah. course, the like, supporters of the AFL, people who watch the AFL, who know of Carlton will ask, Michael Voss is in trouble. When is it going to actually click that it's not the coach? And yeah. once again, I, I, I think what I'm trying to say is we get it in there enough. We get the, we get the chance to get it in to convert on goal. It's always the efficiency inside 50 that the players just aren't skillful enough to convert and to, um, to actually um, make an effective disposal so they can get a scoring shot. And I'm sorry, I, I don't know if I'm the only person and I need your opinion and I need people, the viewers, of course, to comment what you think as well. Am I seeing a game plan that is actually kind of working? It's more just down to the conversion and the skill and the ball use of these players and the football IQ of what they make in that decision. And whether that is down to we aren't doing enough game management, that's, of course, on the coaches. But I'm sure they would be, especially after last year's, like, like round 23 and round 22, what happened in those last few minutes. Do you reckon it is down to the coach or do you reckon these players need to come out this week and have a press conference and say, this isn't down to the coaches anymore. It's down to the players in converting their role as professional footballers. Daff, what's your thoughts? It's, uh, yeah, you've hit the nail on the head, I think, but it's, uh, I think in the footy world, unfortunately, it comes down to like, in terms of as a whole, whose job goes, what is the coach? Yeah. And it will be the coach again. If it continues, it will be, yeah. I, I guarantee you, even if I don't think it should be or anyone, it will be. It will be. It just sometimes has to be, unfortunately. I know it's tough, but I do agree. You can't be blaming coaches for shit errors that you know that's that's on the players. Yeah. That's on the players. And um but seriously, like you got that talent out there, Vossi, and you can't fucking fix it. Mm. That's when the pressure comes on. I I agree. I'm just giving him time. I'm giving him time, but it's it's giving me Teague-esque vibes because 
that bombing and hoping and that's 2021. Yeah. Yeah. We were like, we've got nothing, no answers for anything at yeah. all. And um, pressure's on every single one of them. We've been saying it for weeks. Yeah. Whole club. Yeah. yeah. From the top, top to bottom, president to fucking water boy, all yeah. under pressure. You know, yeah. like, yeah. seriously. And they don't never take accountability for the loss. Come out in your press conference and say, sorry to the fans. <laughs> Have we heard that ever? Never. Like, it's actually never. unbelievable to think about it in hindsight. Like, yeah, we've had is. some shockers, absolute mm. shockers. But they go, you know, we were good in some areas, but we just need to fix. Uh, cut the crap. Yeah. Yeah. Obviously, you're going to be good in some areas. Don't be positive. We don't want positivity. Yeah. Yeah. When we're not playing well. You know what I mean? I want to hear it yeah. real, real and raw. Like in this podcast right now, we're not here to positively spin something. Like Luke Power at halftime and said, Oh, we've got some good areas. Talk about what we're doing wrong. Mm. I want to hear that. You know that we're doing something wrong. You know what mm. I mean? Like, yeah. Um, obviously, they do know on the on the inside. You know, obviously, they're talking about. Obviously, they take accountability for a loss. You know, Krupa would. Uh, yeah. You know, they all take accountability. The players as a whole, um, in the inner four walls. But I want to hear. I want to hear it. We pay. We're stakeholders. Without yeah. us, there isn't them. Yeah. The sport as a whole. Yeah. Just, the AFL does not exist with its fans, and these this club has been through the worst period in the last the worst club in the last twenty years. I don't know who's been worse off, really. Who's been worse? Mel- yeah. Melbourne got through it. They, they, terrible. they got yep. through it. Richmond got through it. Got through it. When yeah. is it going to happen? Mm. When is it going to end? When and, is it going to end? Yeah. And we touched on through the week about how great it is that we had this podcast because we can come on yeah. and we can talk our minds. And I'm really excited for when we start to have that success, yeah. to look back on that. But yeah. I reckon, like last episode, we um, the Brisbane Review, I spoke about how it was really hard to come on and speak about yeah. it and how just the passion has just died away a little bit. Has... I was at the game tonight in my seat and I'm like, oh, am I, am I actually losing love for this club? And I, that's the only thing that's hold, holding me together. Because that one day when we are in, in September, we'll cup up. when we win that, when we lift the cup up, that's what, that is the day when I'm going to look back and who know it might be, it might be this year, might be five years, <laughs> might be 10 right. years, might be 30 years. I might be 45 years old and <laughs> look back and I might be still doing this podcast with you, mate. And we'll look back of course, in 2021, 2022, where we were like, uh, God, we were pretty ordinary. But this is the, it's the motivation in me to, we just can't stop because we no. love the club too much. And I know that I will never stop loving this club. Oh, 100%. For, for however long I love this club and forever, um, however long I'm on this earth, I'm probably going to try and support this club yes. and try to do this podcast as long as possible. So, and... To touch on then as well about Vossi, is there a time? So, if you were the board and you had the decision of Michael Voss in your hands, when is it time for you? Pretend, uh, uh, of course, we back in Voss every single week, but if we lose the next five, yeah, could you see? Fine. Could you see us gone. saying, "Gone, okay, wow, gone. 
Yeah. We've not enough time. We don't yeah. have time. Yeah. The same with Teague. We don't have time to waste another year. Yeah. We don't. There's no time. Crips is 28. Crips yeah. is 28. And you said all these guys in their primes, whatever. Yeah. Uh, the other guys have probably got a little bit more time, but we don't have time, man. You got to no. bite the fucking bullet. Yeah. You got to bite the bullet or you go, we're fucking backing this guy in, but fucking fix it. Yeah. I mean, you go round 16. Imagine, imagine round 16, we lost five in a row. And they go, oh, we're backing him in. Yeah. Like, what do you say as a supporter? You go, fuck. Yeah. Like, really? Yeah. Like, really? Like, yeah. the next four were probably underdogs. Really? Yeah. Yeah. I reckon the only one that's probably yeah. questionable. Yes, and it won't come easy. Yeah. Nah. Uh, you know, big two two meter Peter will be out there flying for marks, and mm. Weeders will be trying to attack packs really late and letting his man go. And but yeah, it, it'll come a time, Pato. That question is huge. Yeah, it's a round sixteen. We're out of the conversation of finals. How sad will that be? Mm. That's dead rubbers for the rest of the year. We rock up the games, no reward. No, you remember those games? Remember to be round eighteen. Oh. Here we come, here we come. We might get a win here against fucking West Coast. Yeah. You know, oh, come on, boys. Come on, boys. Not good enough anymore. Yeah. Mediocre. Mediocre. Average. um, Average. Just overrated. In in, in, in hindsight, just overrated average. And you aren't mediocre. Um average all these words that the supporters are saying and of course the media is um is saying about the club prove us wrong i yes. want them to come out and perform prove yes. us wrong. that's all we want yeah because i reckon i reckon out of every supporter base i reckon the supporters are of course their big their biggest critic because they know yeah. what the expectations are so yeah. we the standard we set the standard every year. We set yep. it low. They'll be shit. Yeah. Yep. They'll be shit. Yeah. And we can accept that like other clubs, you know, Norths and shit clubs. Yeah. You know, they have that lower expectation, mid-table. Oh, it's all right. We'll be back yep. next year. That's yep. not us. No. That's not us. No. Anymore. No. And we had those years where, oh, it was a good loss. Yeah. A good loss. Like all that type of stuff, you know, like we set the standard. And if we, we are setting the standard high now. Yeah, we're sick of it. You know that every week I don't give a fuck about next. You know, next week we're setting the standard high again. Yeah, not not going. Oh, we'll take a three goal loss. Yeah, nah. So, so has that changed? That's that that standard with you. So then, with next week, has that standard changed with you? No, nope. So you still expect us to win next week? No, I don't. I don't think we will. I don't think we will. But why can't we? Exactly. Yeah. That's frustrating. If we if we go, if we all go ah oh, throw on the towel, they'll look at that. They will see that. They do see it. Trust mm. me. Listen to Blue Broad. Some of those blokes. Mm. They'll listen to stuff. They won't say it. The club will be listening. Yeah. If we set the standards low and just go, yeah, we're happy with mediocre, middle of the table. They'll yeah. stay there. Mm. We want more and more, which we which we did um, last year, uh, especially in twenty twenty one. We want more. Look yeah. at that. How we lift it yeah. as a club, yeah, uh, yeah. Like, and the comments at the start of the week with all the final stuff, turn it up, don't stop. Like, uh, you're saying that stuff. You got, you know, I, I know Cheras was a bit of clickbait for a lot of news places because you got to listen to the whole thing, but just you can't be saying that stuff, no. man. No, 
No. I know we they know we know they want to the finals or bust. Yeah. Isn't it? Yeah. So if we're somehow still in the end of this round, Pato, yeah. Like, what are these fucking teams doing? Holy moly. Yeah. Shit. It's a shit competition if we're fucking in the eighth. Yeah. And I reckon or I I actually reckon that's a good point about the whole expectations that we put on these players, yes. the club that that puts on the, their own yeah. standards, because with last year, I reckon their standards were well. We got a new coach, we're fresh. Yep. We got a new game plan. Let's take oh. it off. Yep. This year, everyone's saying, "Oh, top four. <laughs> this this list is good enough for top four. This this list is good enough for contendership for this." Premiership Cup. Yep. So what? So why can't they? The just the pressure gets to us probably more than every club. And and I reckon. So one more thing to touch on, Vossi. And I reckon I'm still gonna try and stick. Um, it's very hard to try and stick to my opinion about Vossi and saying that he is the right guy. And I just want your thoughts on this and see if this changes. I mean, I, I, I know that you still back Voss every single day of the week, but I reckon with me, I don't think he gets sacked at the – even if we lose 10 games – oh, well, if we lose 10 games in a row, it might be a different story. But I don't reckon he should feel any pressure for this stat. So 21 shots inside 50. So we got 21 shots out of 50. Fuck, yeah. 21. So we went at 42%, if you can see – yeah, um, efficiency forward. inside 50 yep. going forward. And our disposal efficiency was 69%, which is yep. unbelievable. So yep. we are obviously getting it in there. We won the hitouts. We once again won the disposals. Um, yep. We we lost the inside 50s by two. Does that change anything with the game plans actually working? It's just down to the execution. Yeah, it's, t- it's you know, winning most stats. And I agree, you can't blame him, but... Maybe it's just the way we play with those stats. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. is that the right way of how we should play? You know, like winning the stoppages. Are we impactful enough winning that? Like playing that way. And that's I think that's the issue with a lot of fans. You know, you could be winning a lot of ball. There's a lot of teams in the league that get a lot of the ball. Yeah, that are very good. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, um, and we're one of them. But yeah, going forward, that's all players. That's players, and not being able to hit targets is. Professional athletes, mm. athletes who focus too much on fitness and running yeah. instead of skills. Yeah, back in the nineties, it was all skill based. I know it was different athletes, different game back then. Yeah, there's no fucking way Stephen Kernahan would kick balls like Harry McIntyre's. Mm. Go back, to fucking golf. He's a leader. Yeah, leader of the football club and. You know, Harry can do all his running in the off-season. Oh, he's doing running. He's putting extra work in. I love that. Love it. Yeah. Absolutely love it. Maybe prioritise yeah. your fucking kicking. Yeah. Maybe prioritise that and going forward, it's just not good enough. But, um, oh, mate, I'm just sick of it. Yeah. So I, so I reckon we'll touch on one more thing before we transition into the best player. So my last thing I'm going to touch on is particularly to do with, I guess, with the players itself, do we? Uh, how 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 am I going to put this? I'm, I'm so I'm going to put this in a way that I want to try and get it out correctly. So these guys, where we put the Crippers leader, Sam Doherty leader, 
Walsh, leader. Wittering, leader. Mackay, Kerno, leader. Are they are they giving themselves that group? Say there's six or seven, all right, as a group. Are they putting themselves in in a meeting every week, especially last week with that performance, but hopefully this week? Are they getting are they actually doing a meeting and talking about where what are our what do we want to do as footballers? But also, what do we want to do as a club? What do we want to yeah. do as a team? Unite. We are 44 players on the on the list, however, however ever many we have. We have this list together, which is act like it's an army. And we are taking on the other like we're taking on the world in a sense. Yep. Are they are these leaders doing enough with their job, Daff? I don't think so. I don't think they ever have, really. Um, you know, we yeah, how much I love Cooper and you love Cooper and we love he's a great captain of the of the club and he's been through shit. But um I think leaderships as a group, leadership groups as a whole, sorry. Um mm. they just they never lead as a group, do they? Like the way Weedering's playing, he's playing like a fucking VFL player. You know, like you know, yeah, important he is for this team in terms of leadership and uh, body language and but yeah, simply to put it, mate, I just don't, I just don't think they're leading. No, enough. No. Um, you know, maybe we need to bring in next year, maybe a older head. You know, maybe like a th- like I, I thought this year would have been a perfect year to bring in a Bruce. Yeah, Bruce or something like that. Yeah. Oh, uh, like a Gunson, a Gunson as well. Like Brisbane, like Brisbane poached yeah. them at the perfect yeah. time. Yep. Yeah. Pay, playing for two years, you know, you're getting two years out of him, give him a coaching role or some shit. Yeah. They win, know how to win a game of football. They know how to win a game of football. Bruce, five minutes to go, if he lines up for a goal, he can kick it. Yep. yep. He fucking will kick it. Yep. I know Hawthorne is struggling, but he's still kicking his goals. And um, yeah, he would have been the one that would have been nice as in as a small forward just for a couple of years. Yeah. Um, I think we need to look at that. I think a lot of teams have that. Um, yeah. which we which we miss. We need a little bit of leadership in terms of older players. They don't have to be super old, you know, they don't have to be 30 fucking three, but mm. 29, 30, you know, those that type of range. Yeah. I am a two-year contract, not too much money, decent money, and um they get the job done. And look at Gunster for fuck's sake. He's the third forward at fucking Brisbane. And he's performing and, well. And look at him. Yeah. Yep. They're doing well. And look at Port Adelaide, they've got some older heads. Obviously, Travis Boke's been there forever, but Look at him. He leads every single game. Yeah. They, they lose. He fucking picks up his teammates. He puts his head up. He goes, you know, that's on us. Mm. Accountability. That's on us. And we get, we go into next week fucking hard. Yeah. He plays his football hard. You know, he might not be a premiership player currently, but look at him now. They're third on the ladder six in a row. They started 0-3. Yeah. We started 3-0 or 3-1-0 or whatever we were. Yeah. Yeah. And we, we our, ment- our mentality is worse. Yeah. Get a side that's going three, and um, yeah, I don't, I think we just got to look at that. We just need a bit more experience. I don't know. It sounds fucking weird, but we do. Mm. I think we do just lack it, don't we? We lack that kind of winner, winning edge in terms of you know late in the game when you hit the front, you keep fucking going. You know, Bruce kicks a goal or whoever it is, um, like Brisbane had with Hodgie for probably yeah. from twenty seventeen to nineteen. I know they didn't win a flag, but they won a hell of a lot of games. Yeah, uh, down there. So, 
Yep. Frustrating, mate. I can't believe I'm talking about fucking lists again. Yeah. And I mean, I don't think it is weird at all with us talking about just, just, just this successful culture within the playing group. Because you think about it, how many of these players are premiership players? None. There's not a single premiership. None. None. There's not, like, of course, Hewitt and the Williams and the, but they, in the sense of premiership glory, that, that's None. what we're working towards. This is a premiership, like, this is a professional league. This is a, like, a league that is in a nation that we care so much about. Supporters know how much this, how much this means. Oh, so we'll touch on one more segment before we wrap up the episode. It's getting late. It's uh twenty to one on Sunday. Um, so of course, best player. Um, this is gonna be a short segment, but Daff, if you could were to choose one player, um, that could hold his head high, um, after that game, um, who would you pick? I've got Adam Saad, mate. I think he uh fuck me, he's good, isn't he? Holy yeah. shit. Yeah. Like, there's a few efforts there where he's running the whole ground and he takes a one-handed mark and then he he's a pinpoint kicker. He's the only guy who can hit a target consistently. Mm. Mm. Only player, probably yep. him and Charlie. Yep. Two guys who hit a target. His pinpoint kicking opens up the game for us. He really set us up in that third quarter like he does, like he does. But I'll, we'll hear someone say, oh, but fucking sad, something he's too soft or something. Shut up. Shut up. Seriously, there's so many more problems than individuals, I think, personally. Mm. Obviously, there are problems in terms of individuals, but we've got so many more fucking problems, which is annoying. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, Sadi's just a phenomenal player and um, he, he knows the club he's playing for. Yeah. He knows. He has to go out there, do his job, and a little bit extra of his job, which he does every week, and uh, takes his marks, hits targets, got pace, provides speed. He's a perfect 2023 footballer. Yeah, which we like. Unfortunately, yeah. we're just slow and um, yeah, frustrating. But on your side, keep it up, brother. Love it up. Yeah, I agree with Sard completely. Um, and you touched on there about Sardi, about how he is. You can tell that he's chasing after that premiership glory. He wants that success. He knows the club that he's playing for. He's he knows that he's representing eighty nine thousand members and hundred thousands more of supporters around the world. Um, he know he knows what he's playing for. Every single week, he knows. Um, yep. Another guy who knows what he's playing for. He, he's had to be a workhorse his whole career. Um, he's had to put his head down, bum up. I'm, I'm talking about he's had to work his absolute ass off to be where he is now. And I'm going, Matt, oh, he's um, every single goal that he kicks. He knows. Fucking jumper. Yep. He knows what it means to, to us. When yep. he kicked that, it was his. I can remember the exact one. When he yep. kicked his second, his second goal of the game, and he was in that pocket, I was right there. Yeah, that is the first time I reckon that is the first time that I've gotten out of my seat and just looked at him in the eye and said, "Yes, that yes. is what <laughs> I'm talking about." Like that, yep. just looked, and I'm. I was. I had goosebumps. I've had many yep. goosebumps in my life watching Carlton, but. I mean, not too many, but I've, but I have had goosebumps in my life watching Carlton. That was one of them because I just know how much he wants to win. He has that competitive yeah. edge. He has yes. that. He just has the mindset. Yeah, he does. And yeah. and you can tell, and that's when you start to think about is like, like these individuals because 
we always hear about how motivating Michael Voss is. So these players, there's players out there, there's probably half and half who can really, like, has the competitive edges, but then there's the other half who just don't. Yeah. So, of course, that concludes the episode. Um, That is on the run um, sheet. Um, Of course, it's a little bit more of a ep- um, longer episode. I think it always is with a review. Um, Daff, uh, <laughs> unfortunately, we've kept you. Uh, we, we've we started up to 12.40, to record this, um, we had to do it straight after the game. Yeah. Uh, we're going to release it at 9 a.m. tomorrow. Um, yeah. Of course, uh, Mother's Day, uh, we send a um, a happy Mother's Day to all of our mothers. Um, happy happy Mother's Day to my mum. Um, <laughs> um, you want to send a happy Mother's Day to Kerry, uh, to be yeah. kids. Um, but, yeah, I think it's um, – I think just now it's uh, – I, I just think – there just has to be a, a new type of um, destination for this club. But um, Daffy Boy, is there anything else you want to touch on for this episode? Um, I'm going to force you not to tip us this week on the preview. That's, <laughs> I'm not tipping us. No. Lock it in. If I tip us, I'll pay every person watching this video a hundred bucks. <laughs> I'm not to the Hollywood 20 plus. Yeah. It's the way we play it, they're not showing enough. And um it's worrying, man. Worrying why I want to go to the football and enjoy it. Mm. We don't, I don't think I've ever really you know, you have your moments. We've always had our moments. And you always uh you want to put those moments in a bottle and um keep them forever. Um but unfortunately, uh, that's not how football works and we've got to get through it. They've got to get through it. We'll get through it. I know we will. We'll see the uh, other side of it and um, hopefully success is around the corner, Blue Baggers. So, uh, onward upwards uh, for 2024. Uh... <laughs> Trade Buren, mate. Let's bring in the... Let's bring in the... Oh, not thing. again. Not again. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, if you don't cry, you laugh. Like, I mean, yep. generally, you just have to remember that it is just a game of football. We both know how much it means to us. <laughs> um, it pretty much is... Our life, our life. <laughs> it's, on our, it's on our it's on our minds every single day um so as always Dave boy it's an absolute pleasure doing a podcast with you mate um every episode um trying to guide this podcast forward and hopefully trying to um jump on the success and the i was gonna say tea trade mostly trade oh. that <laughs> no, but um hopefully just try and see some success very soon in the near future um but of course we'll we will be back next week to preview um, the Collingwood game, as always. But um, I've actually got my flag here. I, I, actually, I didn't wear. I reckon that's the first episode that I haven't worn my flag. Uh, I can... scarf. So I reckon that is the first time. But um, it's actually good because I don't think they really need to, to. I don't think they really deserve it. Just like they didn't really need a Google Docs. Happy boy. <laughs> <laughs> so to the viewers, um, make sure to like, comment, subscribe. Um, try to get around the channel. Uh, we're trying our absolute best to try and bring out as much content as possible. Uh, we're both very busy, but um, we both love the club too much to, to not do the episode. So as always, Daffy boy and the blue baggers out there, up the baggers. <laughs> <laughs>